my shoes and out the door. Five, I'm alive, six, seven, eight, feeling great. Hello, BYWG Tribe. Here's a quick peek at our supplement, product, and book of the month for January. Yes, I said January 2020. At the end of the podcast, I will spend a few minutes going into further detail, so we encourage you to listen to the end. The supplement of the month for January 2020 is Bone Health Plus. Simply said, we have not found a more complete bone health formula on the market, period. The 10% discount code for the month is lowercase b-o-n-e-h-e-a-l-t-h that's bone health the product of the month for january is one calorie zero sugar 40 nutrients keto vegan paleo non-gmo energy bits 20 percent off forever using the code b-y-w-g and that's upper or lowercase the book of the month for january is stop doing that s-h-b-p-t End Self-Sabotage and Demand Your Life Back by Gary John Bishop. Keep in mind, all the links, discount codes, and special offers for the product, supplement, and book will be listed in the show notes and iTunes, post on the social media, and on our website and weekly newsletter at www.beyondyourwildestgenes.com at the listen now. Hello. Hey, Noah. <laughs> now we're talking. Yeah. <laughs> all right. How are you, man? Good, good. I'm so happy we connected. Uh, this, uh, it's been a, a couple tries here, so I'm still. <laughs> All right, perfect, perfect, perfect. Um, so I, I, it's great to hear from you. I love your interviews with Chris Cresser. That's what kind of sparked me to reach out to you. Uh, I, I love your product. Uh, I'm, I'm happy that uh, you're on. Um, do you have any questions for me? Because particularly because this is your first time on, it's going to be real simple. Just your your bio and introduction. Some you know pretty much uh, hemp and cannabis 101, and we'll be done for today. Do you have any questions for me? Yep, ready to go. All right, let me just make sure we're recording and we are. I'm just gonna like I said, I'm gonna introduce the podcast. I'm gonna intro, I'm gonna do your bio. Um, these six, seven, eight questions, and then we'll be done for today. Good to go? Yeah. Can you hear me good? Yeah, you sound great. A, a tiny bit echoey, but n not not an issue at all. Okay. Because I've got a mic, but it doesn't seem to be working. So. No, this is okay. This is good. All right. All right. You ready? Let's do it. All right. Hello, and welcome back to Beyond Your Wildest Genes podcast. Today, I hope, or my guest hopes, or I know he will, demystify CBD oil and hemp because it's like the wild, wild west out there. Uh, and my guest is from Ojai Energetics, Will Clyden. Uh, hello, William. I have to say I loved your interviews and your most recent webinar with Chris Cresser so much that it sparked me to reach out to you. Um, so thanks for being on. I really, really appreciate thanks it. Thanks for having me, man. Excited to be here. Cool. So let me first say to set the stage that I've tried several brands of CBD oil to help with sleep, and I haven't had any negative responses, but just not much results. I used Ojai in the first night. I used it. My resting heart rate went down seven beats per minute or seven beats lower than it normally was. I track it with my aura ring, so that was a huge, huge win. I haven't quite experienced that quite of a drop since then, so we need to talk a little bit about dosing, and I know you can help me and our audience with this. And I also have to say uh, that the sports cream has helped my son dramatically uh, recover from a couple cross-country injuries, so that worked well. 
So thank you for both of those. I appreciate that. That's why we do this. <laughs> Great. So let me read your bio and then we'll dive right in. Will is an award-winning pioneer and futurist of the cannabis industry. He is known for cracking the CBD code by creating the most effective and clean CBD-rich hemp products on the planet. Featured in Cheddar, Forbes, Money, Entrepreneur, LA Times, and a regular keynote of the Cannabis Forum and BrevNet. Clyden is a subject matter expert when it comes to the art, science, and technology of the cannabis business, history of hemp, and what it means to our future. As early as 17 years old, uh, he organized and implemented a sustainable fair, which drew over 25 organizations and 500 attendees. Will studied permaculture in all Australia and achieved the second highest nationally accredited certification in permaculture design. After searching for CBD-rich hemp oil for a personal need in 2014, he couldn't find one that was made without synthetic fillers, had third-party batch testing results, and used organic ingredients. Not only did he set out to create the most effective and clean CBD-rich hemp oil products, but he was also determined to line them with his love and care for Earth and all its inhabitants. And so Ojai Energetics was born as the first public benefit corporation in its industry. Ojai Energetics is a triple bottom line driven cannabis technology company with a primary focus on the organic and science driven nutraceutical and medical sectors. He believes hemp is the catalyst for things better. He created Ojai Energetics to help deliver goodness to the world. Woo. That was a mouthful, but I felt it was important to read. <laughs> I felt it was important to read all of it. Um, is there anything in your bio or something that you need to kind of flesh out a little bit to, to you know, give the audience a little bit more of a perspective on who you are? Um, yeah, I, so I'm, I'm, I am a systems thinker by nature, uh, and, and permaculture is a ultimately a systems design science. It's typically thought of in, in, in use with, um, with regenerative agriculture, designing and building systems and soil science. But you can apply that methodology uh, to business as well, which we did. Um, and ostensibly it's about uh, building in, in, in harmony with the natural systems and rhythms and patterns uh, so that you can start to get truly regenerative and sustainable um, system functioning with minimum input input as it begins to, to roll. So uh, maybe a little esoteric, but essentially it's, it's, you, you, uh, you create positive design and you get positive results. Um, okay. And, and that's, that's why we're, uh, primary drive and catalyst is to be a force of good yeah. and help people starting with their, their bodies, which, we would call like zone zero in permaculture. I mean, you have a healthier human, you have a healthier um, village, and then you start to have a healthier ecology that that we're part of uh, is is our our operating principles. That's that's great. You know, regenerative farming can't be any more apropos right now. That's that's really uh, hitting the mainstream hard right now, and I'm really happy to yep. see it. Yeah, it's critical. Yep. So let's, uh, uh, you know, the first time I have a guest on about a really unique topic, I, I like to think of our first interview as kind of like a 101, like the first course. Great. So how about a little bit of Cannabis 101, Cliff Notes on Hemp Itself, CBD Oil, THC, and uh, the Endocannabinoid System. And I know that's, that's books and multiple <laughs> courses, but uh, how about just the real nuts and bolts of all of that? Yeah. Uh, so the Endocannabinoid System – uh, is named 
or uh, endo meaning internal cannabinoid coming from the cannabis plant uh, and then system. And it was discovered in 1991 by Dr. Raphael Mukaleum. Uh He knew that there had to be a system inside of our body that cannabis uh, compounds, which are cannabinoids, were interacting with. They'd been studied since uh, for decades before, uh, but it was only really discovered. He figured it out in, in, in the early 90s, which means that the science were just scratching the surface, which is awesome. Uh, and, and it's well understood in many ways, and there's much more to learn um, as we continue. But so uh, the cannabis plant is uh, – it can have a varietal that is psychedelic, um, and then there's also varietals that are non-psychedelic, uh, which is um, what people know as hemp. Uh, there's different types of hemp, some that's focused on um, fiber and industrial use and others which are focused on uh, high cannabinoid output uh, and always to, to fit the legal definition. And, and, and it's really a legal definition, not a botanical definition of hemp versus cannabis um, is any cannabis plant whose THC is below 0.3 uh, on a dry weight basis. So THC is the psychoactive kind of best known compound. Um, that, that, that gets people high. Uh, and then in reality, it's around 1% uh, and above is when it really becomes uh, psychedelic and psychoactive. Um, but the legal definition is an arbitrary line drawn at 0.3% by this Canadian scientist who, through prohibition, they realized that they needed the industrial applications of the cannabis plant. Uh, and so he stated it as he created it. He said, this is totally not based on biology. It is arbitrary, but I'm drawing the line at 0.3. He subsequently has, has stated that he wishes he set it at 1%. A lot of countries in Europe and South America have it at 1%. Some have it at 0.2. So anyways, that, that's, um, think of it like a, like a beef steak tomato versus a cherry tomato. They're both tomatoes. There's just different types. And that's how it is for cannabis. There's the psycho, psychedelic types and then there's the non-psychoactive kinds which are high cbd um predominantly and um that's what uh people are getting when they're taking cbd rich hemp oil um now a cannabinoid cbd is a different cannabinoid which and and the cannabis plant actually produces well over 110 um cannabinoids we really understand like 10 of them um, and and not that well but uh we CBD and THC have been very well documented uh, for decades and actually have incredibly uh, safe uh, profiles, which is amazing and awesome. Um, and then there's also other compounds called bioflavonoids and terpenes and all sorts of things in the cannabis plant. Uh, with, and it produces over 418 compounds. So when I talk about CBD, I'm, um, I'm going to be referencing what people call full spectrum, meaning that it's got the bioflavonoids and terpenes and cannabinoids, and it's not just an uh, isolated molecule, which some people um, produce, and I, and I can get into that later on, on why the difference matters, and, and particularly for your well-being. Um, so those are cannabinoids, and they target the body's endocannabinoid system, and we also produce cannabinoids internally. Um, called anandamide and 2-AG and likely more. Um, and so, yeah, that's, that's a, that, did, did I hit everything? 
Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, it, it, I've listened to countless interviews on CBD oil, endocannabinoids, just just to get a, a hold because it, it people are so confused by this topic. I I don't. Do you have an idea why yeah. people are so confused? It, it, do you have a theory or a yeah. thought on why have... the confusion? Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, there, there's uh, been a, an explosion of people rushing into the space to make a quick buck, mm-hmm. and they have no understanding of what they're actually selling. Um, majority of products on the market are just white labeled products by a handful of companies. Um, and so people are just slapping labels on it and they don't have an understanding of the science and uh, they haven't looked at the, the decades of data. Um, and so what they do is they come up with a, a communication strategy just to try and sell their product or differentiate. And oftentimes they are just talking um, BS. And so it's created a massive market confusion, which is, is one of our top objectives is to to, to continue to lead the way and demonstrate um, science, which is really important uh, when it comes to the system in, in general. So, yeah, I, I have to say this. Uh, you know, I get your weekly emails, and, and they are they are really great and, and educating about CBD oil. So I have to give you a thumbs up for that as well. Uh, thank you. Um, you know, you 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 already touched on a topic. You mentioned the the, the massive amount of different positive compounds that the um, the hemp plant makes itself. Um, and can you explain further why you want a hemp complex? This is one of the most common conversations I have with my patients when they ask me about CBD oil as opposed yeah. to a CBD isolate. Because most – I ask my patients to bring in their their CBD to kind of look at it. And it, it yeah. always is – it always has a CBD isolate, and I go <clears throat> and, and I give my spiel that you know there's more than one one component. This is only one component. It's an isolate, blah 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 blah. But um, I, I don't know anybody better who can really explain the reason why this is such an important thing to understand and to look for. Yeah. Uh, so basically, uh, the metaphor I like is is CBD is like the trumpet section. It's it's loud. It does a lot. Um, However, what our bodies have uh, taken in for thousands of years uh, regularly, and we can dive into why and how uh, later, but um, is not just the trumpet section, but the entire symphony orchestra with the trumpet section. Um, The uh, 418 compounds working together versus one compound by itself, um, the, the full spectrum is vastly more effective from multiple mechanisms, some understood, some not understood, but think of it as like a cascading response of, of, of uh, different uh, compounds targeting different systems and them interconnecting and, and, and working together as a symphony. Uh, the guy who discovered the endocannabinoid system, um, Dr. Uh, Raphael McLean, he he tested isolate by itself versus a full spectrum complex and found that the full spectrum complex was, was vastly more robust and effective at, at, at properly engaging the endocannabinoid system, which makes sense, right? You know, 400 plus compounds together versus one. Uh, and he dubbed it the entourage effect. And so it's really important uh, for our bodies to get the entourage effect because uh, that's one with the plant uh, has provided. And that's what we've, evolved taking and there's so much more than just cbd for example the trace amounts of thc that aren't psychoactive 
will agonize the CB1 receptor in the brain. And then the CBD will lower this enzyme called uh, FAAH, which increases our body's natural uh, cannabinoid known as anandamide, uh, which then goes to CB1 and targets it more effectively because the uh, receptor was warmed up by the THC. And that's just one mechanism of action. But there's, there's, there's you know, direct agonisms, inverse agonisms, all these, these things cascading together that our bodies need to properly fuel this system. You've you've hinted on uh, like an evolutionary and ancestral um, change, I guess, in the amount of cannabinoids we've been consuming and, and how our bodies have, I guess, our endocannabinoid system is not being activated by what we eat. And can you speak on that? Because you've hinted at it a few times. Yeah. So uh, cannabis is one of the oldest vegetables cultivated on the planet. And so right at the precipice of going from hunter-gatherer to Agricultural, we know in China it was documented as one of the first agriculturally domesticated crops. Um, from there, it was known as one of the three great treasures. Uh, there's some um, limited data demonstrating uh, pre-Neolithic usage in Japan, so pre-agricultural. Uh, and then from there, it was uh, brought through the uh, Silk Road, and then also the Scythians took it, and the steppe people, they brought it anywhere they went. Um, the Scythians brought it to the Greeks, who brought it to the Romans. Now, the, anywhere Rome colonized, they always brought cannabis with them as one of their primary crops to cultivate in their colonies. They then brought that to the Spanish and the Brits. Anywhere Spain and Britain colonized, they brought it with them. And the first um, cannabis laws in the, in, the, in the United States colonies where actually you would be fined if you didn't grow it in Virginia for the crown. Um, Jefferson said the most patriotic thing you can do is to sow hemp. Uh, there's great correspondences between him and Washington talking about how wonderful this plant is and how important it is for the soil health and for, for uh, uh, society. Uh, when you grow, uh, and there's multitudes of reasons why these different cultures used it and how they used it, uh, and so the primary intake was not um, direct consumption, although that was prevalent. Uh, the Scythians would um, take it and, and would create an incense uh, tent, and they would sit in a tent and burn it on coals. They just discovered um, uh, incense burners with uh, cannabinoid resin on them. Um, but in, And the oldest cookbook that was actually printed is a Roman cookbook. Uh, and in that contains a cannabis flower extraction recipe that then would be added to other recipes. So direct consumption was prevalent. Uh, however, the primary intake would likely be uh, through indirect consumption. When, when we grow crops, any, any agricultural society, what ends up happening is you, you feed the, uh, the, the greens and, and, and the parts that you're not using what's left over to your animals, to the chickens, to the cows, to the goats, to the pigs, etc. Now, uh, since the 2014 Farm Bill, Colorado uh, opened up a pilot to test animal fodder uh, with, with hemp feed and hemp-fed chickens. And I know the individual who's, who's part of the study, they haven't released it yet. Um, the, the, what they found was hemp-fed chickens have up to 1% um, CBD content, CBDA, which then when you heat becomes CBD. So when you cook the egg 
which we would do, and our ancestors would have done. Uh, it decarboxylates it, which means it, it pops off this compound uh, and changes it from CBD acid into CBD. The plant actually only produces um, CBDA, not CBD, and same for THC. Uh, and so when you heat it, that's how you turn it into CBD. And so the egg would have had approximately – the eggs have up to 250 milligrams of CBD per egg. So we're talking substantial amounts of cannabinoids. Through, And then when you ate the chicken, you would have got the cannabinoids in the, in the meat because it's fat-soluble. Um, and we can talk about the, the importance of fat solubility and, and then how to enhance uh, absorption and use of it. Uh, but then when you cook the cows, you got the CBD that way. But when you drank the milk from the animals eating it, you would have gotten the CBDA form because you weren't heating it. Uh, and so our ancestors for millennia had um, this uninterrupted dietary intake of these micronutrients of cannabinoids, predominantly decarboxylated forms, and then trace amounts of the non-carboxylated forms. Uh, and it was in – all of a sudden, in the 30s, when we had prohibition, we artificially removed these compounds from the diet and simultaneously upped the amount of oxidative stress exposure uh, and essentially one-two punched ourselves. So we, we've been living in a period that is the anomaly, not the norm, where these micronutrients of, of cannabinoids were, were, were removed from our dietary intake, whereas um, – for millennia, every population, it was ubiquitous uh, across the globe, were, were uh, cultivating and using cannabis and, and subsequently uh, having direct and indirect consumption of, of, of the cannabinoids. So, so this, so this um, reduction in cannabinoids kind of goes hand in hand with uh, the, the increase of high fructose corn syrup, the increase with industrialization, the increase fertilizers. Yeah, the increase of just about everything. And, and, and it's no wonder we are getting sicker and sicker as a society. Just another thing to layer on top of. An, <laughs> you want to talk about an entourage effect. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, and what's amazing is like, and so the endocannabinoid system, I didn't. So, so it, its primary function, it, it has receptors in literally every other system of the body: um, skeletal system, nervous system, reproductive system, respiratory system, cardiovascular system, dermal. L literally every system of the body is regulated by the endocannabinoid system, and its primary function is to maintain homeostasis, meaning it, 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 it's like the conductor of the body's symphony, and it's monitoring all the other organs from a systemic level down to a cellular level, ensuring that um, uh, that everything is, is operating at the right timing and the right levels and is, is playing together. So it's like the conductor of our body's symphony. And so it's arguably the most important system of the body. Um, and so we artificially basically idled this system by cutting out its nutrients. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, and so when we, and one of the ways that it maintains homeostasis is through buffering oxidative stress. Uh, and, and with modernity, we are now facing more oxidative stress events than ever before, right? From everything you just touched on. And, and so it's really more important than ever for people to have healthy endocannabinoid systems and why when people get a healthy endocannabinoid system, it changes, uh, their life so notably, um, and you actually start to feel the way we're meant to feel. We're not meant to wake up feeling like tired and groggy and sore. And, 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 and th th those are, um, when, when people have healthy endocannabinoid systems, they wake up most of the time feeling great. Uh, 
And, and so we've been living in this artificial nutrient deficiency. Um, and what's, what's really important is getting enough in. So if, if we, when you look at all of the, um, the data, uh, essentially the, the proper bioactive dosage range, the, the teeth of, of, of the data shows you need really a minimum 500 milligrams of a fat-based CBD or equivalent form. Uh, which would be like two eggs a day. So, of, of, of hemp fed chickens, um, people are getting nowhere near that. And so, what's happening is a lot of people are taking CBD in these products uh, and and not feeling anything. Or if they're getting something, what's going to be given based on data? If it's a full spectrum extract, what I think is likely happening is. Um, the trace amounts of THC is when it gets passed through first pass digestion is uh, substantially bioactive at very trace amounts. It becomes this compound called 11 hydroxy delta nine. And, and that's going to be giving people an anti-inflammatory benefit, which is, so that's where I think majority of, of people's experiences are coming from. Also placebo uh, and placebo is wonderful, right? It, it's an incredible um, effect. Uh, However, uh, it's night and day different when you actually get a proper bioactive amount of, of CBD in the body and properly turn the system on. It's, it, it, it's, it's profoundly better. Uh, and so majority of people haven't come close to getting an active dose uh, due to the bio, poor bioavailability. And uh, the, like one, it would be the sheer amount of oil they would have to consume would be uncomfortable. And second, um, it, it would be cost prohibitive. And so what we figured out how to do was to encapsulate these cannabinoids in the same way that our body does, uh, but do it outside of the body with only certified organic plants, which is really important when you start to solubilize compounds. And um, it, uh, you want to ensure that you're not using anything synthetic or synthetically modified because uh, the body doesn't would normally uh, at, at macro scale would never let it into the bloodstream, let alone the cells. And so you have to really be careful and, 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 and mindful, which is why we never use any synthetics or synthetically modified compounds and only certified organic plants. And we and we encapsulate at the same scale that our gut does. Uh, so we're not going smaller than what our bodies naturally use on a daily basis. And what that has enabled is it. it, it allows the cannabinoids to get directly into the bloodstream very, very rapidly, and the bioavailability skyrockets so people can actually get an effective dose uh, without taking a, an exorbitant amount or breaking the bank, uh, and which is which is why it makes sense when you said that you've tried other CBD, you didn't have bad effects, but you didn't really notice that much, whereas with this, you've, you found a notable um, response, which is what we get all the time is because people you, you actually got a, a, an effective dose range. So, so let's let's talk about um, the the proper way to dose and to use ohi then, because uh, I know it's a little bit different than just guzzling a bunch of oil. <laughs> yeah, um, that's a great question. So, so basically, uh, our bodies have, and, and it's, it's it's for most bioactive compounds, but there's these things called bell curve distributions of, of, of efficacy, meaning like if you take more, it's not necessarily more effective. It can be less effective than taking less. Cannabinoid system, there's actually more than one bell curve of efficaciousness. Uh, and what's challenging 
is is that our body's ideal dosage ratios, the amount needed to hit one of these peaks or sweet spots of efficaciousness is changing on a daily basis depending on our oxidative stress load. Uh, it, it tends to trend to where you need less over time. It has an inverse tolerance effect, not a, as opposed to high THC, which builds tolerance. Um, but that makes dosaging dosage protocols uh, to standardize impossible for uh, a fat-based formulation and, and, and other formulations that don't have um, this this phenomena that we've discovered with our technology because uh, it's basically shooting in the dark, uh, right? 20 milligrams per kilogram could be great one day, and the next day you may need uh, 15 or 10, uh, whereas 20 is, is the same efficaciousness as 5. Um, and so there's actually multiple bell curves, uh, and each one just means it's a different ideal ratio amounts. Uh, and, and as you go up higher, the more um, the higher the sweet spot, the more systems your body can can bring into balance at once. Uh, and so because of our immediate absorption, there's actually um, this uh, feedback response with your body that that modulates the flavor. It goes from from quite herbaceous or bitter, and then as you titrate the, the dosage a quarter dropper up at a time, you just put it in, uh, taste it like you would like a wine, and then put another quarter dropper in, wait wait another five seconds, taste it, and keep going. It will get sweeter and sweeter and sweeter till it's cloyingly sweet, uh, like honey. And then if you keep going, it will start to get more and more bitter again until it's fully bitter. Now you're at a valley you're, you're, uh, of, of efficacy. And if you keep going back, it will start to get sweeter and sweeter and sweeter so you can, until it's fully sweet again. So you always want to end when, it, when it's very, very sweet. Uh, and that means you're at an efficacious peak. And each sweet spot just means more systems your body can work on at once. And the way that the endocannabinoid system works is it works in terms of uh, metaphors like triage effect. So essentially, it's it, it's determining which systems are, are most in need of, of the cannabinoids and targeting them first, which also can, uh, explains why you notice um, a, a variance in what was it your BPM? Yes. The word. Yeah. Um, so let's say your 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 body's endocannabinoid system, you know, focused on nervous system and, and cardiovascular health, and said, okay, I've got it to to a level that I deem good uh, there's another system that i'm now prioritizing and so it's running through triage and it changes every day some days it can focus on 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 your eyes other days your your digestive system some days your bone marrow tends to focus on nervous system ocular system which makes sense right if we if we, if we uh, lose our vision particularly back in the day uh you're pretty pretty much done you can't see the saber tooth tiger um and so that tends to be a primary uh system that focuses on and uh and then also like mus muscle and pain. Um, and so if what you can do with dosage is, is you can pinpoint the perfect dose for your body for that day every single time using your own feedback system. And we discovered this phenomena and knew that it had something to do with, with, with CB receptors and, 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 and a feedback response. Uh, but then these Japanese researchers uh, figured out that Subsequently, um, the exact pathway or one of the main pathways where the endocannabinoid system selectively modulates uh, sweet response in the tongue. Uh, and so we're able to tap into that. And your body has this built-in uh, feedback loop of how much to take. And if the first sweet spot, um, if there's something that we think is the, the, you know, the number one uh, thing we want our, 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 our 
endocannabinoid system to work on. If it doesn't make the triage list on the first sweet spot, majority, like 99% of the time, the second sweet spot, it's on the list. So what we're cognition of, sometimes we can think like, you know, like our, we're feeling anxious just because we got to talk and public speak, but then the body's like, yeah, I actually think um, your digestive system is more important to focus on right now. Um, if you take it to the second sweet spot, the uh, feeling calm and focused uh, will likely be, and nervous system will likely be on that um, uh, uh, list. So if people take it and, and, and there's still something that they want uh, to, to the needle to move on, the you keep titrating, it will go back to bitter, then you take it back to sweet again, uh, you'll likely find that it's there. And you can keep going up. The more systems you go up, the more uh, the more sweet spots you go up, the more systems uh, and fuel you're giving your body to, to uh, bring everything into balance. My God, that's <clears throat> absolutely fascinating. Is there something... I don't want to say simpler, but is there something, yeah. a pattern that you see normally? Like, is it maybe two droppers the first night and maybe one dropper usually yes. uh, every other night? Yes. Something like that? Is there, is there some sort of uh, For simplistic sure. way? Pattern. Yeah. Uh, and, and people, if they don't want to do it that way, what, what you recommend is you, you start with three droppers to do the loading dose. You want to kickstart the system. Uh, and then after that, most people need, uh, majority of people really only need two. If you're if you're first time trying and you don't and you want to hit it like three is is it works, um, and then most people need for maintenance uh, about a dropper or less three quarters a day. Uh, some people need less, some people need more, but that tends to be about slightly less than a dropper a day to a dropper a day once you've kickstarted your system. Um, and then depending on, on on your body's needs, if there's more intense situations going on, uh, three tends to be um, the effective amount for most people to like do some serious lifting. And then, uh, in, in very intense situations, six, um, is what people need. Also, sometimes if it's like cold and flu season, which I've got a little bit of a cold, I'm going to kick it out. Um, you, your body, like if you're using the sweet spot method, it will like, it could take a lot longer to get sweet. And most of the time it's six and that's a one off. And that's just like the, 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 the power dose. Uh, and then you'll notice it'll go back to like uh, three quarters of a dropper to a dropper. Um, so yeah, those, those tend to be the ratios for most people. And is, and do you recommend to, evening or morning or midday? Like what is your recommendation for that? So I, most people you know, take it first thing in the morning. Uh, it's like a light bulb going on. It feels awesome. Um, people who take it in the morning report sleeping better at night, uh, notably. Now, some people, they want to have, they want to use it at night specifically. Uh, if you're going to take it at night, then you don't want to take it. You want to take it like 40 minutes um, before you want to be asleep because for the first 30 minutes, it can be um, stimulating if, if your body's system is prioritizing neurogenesis, for example. Um, so that's where we recommend, you know, 40 minutes before you want to actually be asleep. And what's awesome is, and your endocannabinoid system regulates your endocrine system, including your circadian rhythm. So it definitely supports healthy sleep cycles. Um, uh, if you don't, let's say you've got a particular system, uh, that you really want it to go towards and you don't, uh, let's say you, you've been, 
you've been burning the wick at both ends. You're tired, but you have to crunch through uh, a day of work and your body, because it's an adaptogen, the way it works, meaning it's, it's, a, it's a modulator. It doesn't pull things in one direction. It pulls it in any direction that it, um, is necessary for overall balance. Uh, and, and, and so if you take it and, and, and your body pulls, wants to use it to like kind of slow you down, get you into recovery mode and you're like, that's great, but I can't recover right now. I got to work, uh, for that day. What you can do is you can use a terpene, um, which are these, the compounds in the cannabis plant and, and actually, um, any plant that has like that tend to be what, what causes smell and taste and fragrance in plants, but they do a lot more than just smell. They actually work as like little um, bio rudders or little tugboats to the cannabinoids, and they actually guide them to particular uh, parts and systems of the body. And so, for example, if you want to wake up, you can take the uh, elixir till it's sweet, ideally, and then you smell uh, peppermint essential oil. The menthol terpene in that is going to direct the cannabinoids to go and focus on your adenosine receptors which are the same receptors that caffeine targets. And so you can actually um, custom curate moods and, and, and targeted systems on demand uh, and gently kind of override your body's triage list. Um, you can, you're, you're not going to pull it out of homeostasis. It won't let it but, it, but but you can basically take a system and pop it to the front of the list. Um, so, for example, if you want to go to sleep, uh, myrosine is, is a great terpene that directs cannabinoids to go towards sedation, which is found in oregano, uh, thyme, lemongrass. Uh, if you want it for calming, linol is really good. It's found in lavender. Um, so you can utilize, uh, and, you, and you can literally just smell some thyme or thyme essential oil or these plants. Uh, but, but the key is, is to get it through inhalation because the terpenes are even less bioavailable than the cannabinoids. Um, when we eat a fat soluble cannabinoid complex, like a regular CBD oil, only 90, uh, only 10% actually makes it into the bloodstream. 90% of it is destroyed in first pass digestion. Terpenes are even less bioavailable than cannabinoids and their bioactive um, pathways is, is primarily through olfactory where it then crosses into uh, blood brain and into the hypothalamus and then shoots out wherever it's going to go in the body. And so what's unique with our tech is because of this immediate release into the body, uh, you can take the elixir and then smell the terpene and, and it, the, the timing syncs up and now you can custom curate strains and, and, and effects and moods on demand. Which is wow. that, <laughs> that's even more that's fat. so that's that's uh, using CBD oil in conjunction with essential oils basically is what you're saying. Right. Yeah, but it has to be our formulation. Um, like even a liposomal and a liposomal gives about an eight x. It's about a fifteen to twenty minute onset. Most people feel um, our system it's a colloid in under thirty seconds. Um, the timing doesn't work with, with the liposomes because it, because it takes so long to diffuse and you can't have a certified organic liposome with, with, uh, a cannabinoid complex. Uh, it's going to be at best a synthetically modified, uh, levison. Um, it will never be organic. Uh, and that's the best at, at worst people use a compound called, um, uh, TPGS or PEG, which is a, a totally synthetic, uh, petroleum derived um, compound made up of multiple antifreeze molecules and, and, and on a regular consumption it, re, it just wrecks havoc in our body um, and, and uh, that's what the data shows so um, 
Yeah, you want it, and then with a fat-based one, the timing doesn't work. You'd have to because it takes about thirty minutes for the cannabinoids to even get into the bloodstream at best. Um, so you could, in theory, like time it and then go and find a terpene and smell it. But with with, with Artac, you can do it at the same time on the spot. And you'll feel it immediately, and it's kind of fun. You can play with it, and you can smell lavender, and then go and smell peppermint, and you'll feel this visceral shift. Uh, of how it's affecting you and, and, and your state. Um, we've actually developed the patents for um, for utilizing uh, targeted mood functionality along with like um, AR VR experiences, which will be really helpful for people like exposure and learning and, and also for entertainment. Awesome, awesome. How about can you can you talk about the sports gel a little bit because my, my yeah. kids and myself have uh, have done very well with that product. Yeah, uh, it is. Uh, so it uses our, our patented technology. It is able to penetrate incredibly deeply. Um, so for dermal applications, fat soluble complexes, that's the only time I would recommend using a fat soluble form um, is, is for dermal applications. It works really, really well. Uh, that's why we make our coconut oil um, with CBD. And then our sports gel uses our uh, solubilizing tech. And so it gets even it, it penetrates uh, very very deep, and so um, it, it it goes deeper than where the fat soluble can. And uh, I mean, we've just seen it work wonders. It's pretty profound how effective it is. And then it's uh, a bunch of different always certified organic plants um, that are and, and terpenes specifically to um, help with uh, just overall. Um, benefits of that from sports and, and, and daily living. Yeah, it's a great. I could I could attest to that for sure. So, just a few just a few questions left. Yeah. I, I have a feeling we could talk for like ever, and that we're not going to do that today. But um, what's the best way? Now, Ojai is spelled O J A I. But what's the best yep. way to? Uh, find out a little bit more, you know, sign up for the weekly email to, to purchase the product. Uh, what's the best way for our audience to find out more information? Yeah, so ojaienergetics.com, O-J-A-I, energetics, which is E-N-E-R-G-E-T-I-C-S.com. You can follow us on on, on all the social channels. Um, and, uh, yeah, we, we love um, answering questions anytime, and uh, we're here to be of service. And so um, – that's the best way to reach us. Cool. And last last question I ask every single guest that's been on for the last three or four years. What is your daily rhythm, Will, from waking to sleeping? That's great. Um, so I like to – well, it depends if I'm traveling or not, but I still keep certain things. Um, so uh, wake up, I drop into my heart and um, – like to list off five things I appreciate, uh, then kind of set the intentions for the day, uh, then drink a glass of water. After that, um, start to kind of like pace around a bit to, to uh, engender like a preload flow state. Um, I like to optimize my, my rhythms for, for flow performance. Um, and then uh, take some CBD, um, have that kick in. Sometimes if I like really want to hack into flow, but I don't have like a, a hard challenge ahead. Or like, it, it, what you can do is it, it, there's a there's a biohack to get into flow state where 
you, you walk around for about 25 minutes, moderate exercise. It, it creates a thing called um, transient uh, exercise induced transient hypofrontality, meaning uh, temporary blood flow loss in the prefrontal cortex. Uh, and then, which is like the, the pre-loading state of flow performance. And then you take a shot of coffee, which, which simulates a stress response or like a challenge. And then take the CBD, which then pops in the nitric oxide as well as the, uh, and increases the anandamide. And, and then we're, we're actually leading one of my friends and advisors is the leading expert on flow for performance, Stephen Kotler. Uh, we're doing the first, um, studies on flow state in cannabinoids. Um, but essentially that that's a way to hack your yourself into flows you, you 25 minutes uh shot of espresso and then the cbd um and you are biochemically kind of hacked in the flow it's not as good as like full-on induced through like challenger but it, it, it's close i mean you can ride that out uh and then um like to do kettlebells after that uh hit my top fives for the day and then wind down um, more CBD typically because I'm, I'm running pretty hard. And then uh, earlier dinner than later is ideal for me. Uh, some screen time, I, I'd be way better if I if I kind of cut that and then uh, definitely get rid of all electronics from my room before I go to bed. Um, and then uh, reading a book is ideal. Awesome. Well, that that was one of the better daily rhythms. Some of that, the hitting that flow state, that I could uh, could definitely buy into that. I will definitely be trying trying that first thing in the morning for sure. That was yeah, really exciting. Yeah, right. Well, listen, Will, it took us a little while to get on the phone call, but I, I yeah. appreciate uh, this interview. It was fantastic. I know when I hope that you'll be back on at some point. I'd love to. I'll pay attention to what you have going on in the second, I think something uh, uh, our audience needs to hear. Or if you have something that you think our audience needs to hear, please have, uh, please you or Melissa reach out to us and we'll have you right back on. You're a legend. I appreciate you, Noah. Excited (laughs) for next time. Thanks, man. So my name is Dr. Noah DeCoyer, your co-host, and you are listening to the Beyond Your Wildest Genes podcast. If you like what you've heard today, please share this with your friends and encourage them to subscribe on iTunes. Leaving a review really is the icing on the cake. You can subscribe to our weekly newsletter as well. Thank you. And as my oldest son Hayden says, be awesome and never unawesome. Yeah. Well, listen, man, thanks. That that was great. We could have really did it. I know – you got a lot going on. I know I, I got a lot going on, but there's no doubt that we'll have you back on again. Appreciate it. Yeah, it was great. I appreciate you, man. That was when, fun. When this is released, I'll, I'll send it over so you can be check it out. Awesome. Have a great day, man. Hey, thanks, Noah. You too. Bye. Bye-bye. See ya. Bye. Happy New Year. We hope you've had a fantastic holiday season. And, of course, be awesome and never unawesome. It's Dr. Noah, and I'm back. I suspect you loved listening to this week's podcast release. We really wanted to introduce you all to an incredible author and one of BYWG's favorite, Gary John Bishop, author of the New York Times bestseller, Un-F-U, Beep, K Yourself. His newest book is awesome, and we selected it as our January 2020 Book of the Month to start the year off with a bang. The book's title is Stop Doing That S-H-B-P and Self-Sabotage and Demand Your Life. Our product of the month is another worthy repeat. 
Energy Bits. I have interviewed the CEO, Catherine Arniston, twice on the BYWG podcast, with the latest being released in early January 2020. She's an absolute world-class educator and passionate about algae. Energy Bits are either spirulina or chlorella or a 50-50 combination of both in one-calorie tabs that have zero sugar, 40 nutrients, are keto-friendly, paleo-friendly, vegan-friendly, and non-GMO. They come in 1,000 tab bags or easy-to-use 30-count single servings. You can pick them up at www.energybits.com, and if you use the code BYWG, either lower or uppercase, you will receive 20% off your orders forever. The supplement of the month for January 2020 is BYWG's Bone Health Plus. As chiropractors, our patients share their bone density tests with us quite often, and we can attest to the incredible number of patients who have either osteopenia or osteoporosis. This formulation was a no-brainer. Calcium is simply not enough. This formulation has calcium, magnesium, vitamin D3, K2, boron, silica, copper, and more all the big players and all the micronutrients to build and rebuild strong, healthy bones. You can check out the spec sheet and the research articles at our website at www.beyondyourwildestgenes.com. The 10% discount code for the month of January is all lowercase bone health, B-O-N-E-H-E-A-L-T-H. Thank you for listening and be awesome and never unawesome.